I've been thinking about commitment. Why does commitment have to be such a zero-sum game? Or does it? Regarding most behaviors, a little bit is better than nothing. The foundation of successful coaching, after all, is helping folks take one small step at a time. Small steps forward can be a powerful strategy for attaining seemingly daunting and impossible goals. But when it comes to commitment, taking small steps doesn't do the job. We believe that giving 50% of our commitment to a task or goal will result in, well, at least 50% of the expected benefits, right? But this belief is fundamentally flawed. Listen, being half in is to not be in at all. Being half present is to be absent. Being half responsible is to be irresponsible. Being half interested, let's be honest, is to be disinterested. And being half committed wastes our time and focus. And in the long run, it destroys our reputation and relationships. The most significant cost of being half committed is losing our ability to count on our word. Forget about what other people think about you or don't forget about it. But what you think you think about yourself is the absolute decider of your level of confidence and self-esteem. When we are half committed, we are doubling down on the belief that we don't have what it takes to finish the job, to make it through tough times, and to do hard things. Of course, we're unaware of this in the moment of difficulty. We now have all kinds of reasonable explanations for abandoning our commitment. Here, on, I speak from an unfortunately abundant breadth of experience. Once the emotions subside and our thinking clears, if we have a baseline of self-awareness, and most of you who are listening to this podcast do, we realize that we were never truly committed to the endeavor, relationship, or goal we abandoned. And this is how we add one more nail to the coffin of the very powerful limiting belief that there's something inherently wrong with us. But listen, believing that I'm flawed because I can't do a pull-up without prior training is equivalent to believing there's something inherently wrong with me for not being able to stick to a commitment when I've had no practice. Both situations involve unfairly judging oneself based on unrealistic expectations without considering the need for prior experience or training. Our capacity to commit expands through practice. It's not inherited through a genetic mutation. Like any other behavior, yes, it's harder to develop if we haven't seen it modeled for us, but it's not impossible. Perhaps the most significant roadblock to cultivating our commitment muscle, and it is a muscle, is a simple misunderstanding. That misunderstanding is that we confuse intention with commitment. The two are related, but vastly different from each other in their impact on our lives. Simply put, an intention is akin to a hope and a desire. It's a thought without an action plan. In contrast, the commitment is a desire with a clear action plan attached to it. Intentions live in our heads, 
But commitments, commitments live in our souls and our calendars. So now that you understand the true meaning of commitment, I hope you'll take time ahead of deciding to assess whether you want something to be an intention or a commitment. If you make this pre-decision practice a part of your everyday life, you will make very few commitments and that is how it's supposed to be. I wanna offer you here now six steps to help set you up for success. Number one, master your understanding of commitment versus intention. And I mean master it because I just gave you an idea, but it takes practice to master anything. And make sure you make very few, if any, commitments. It's better not to make any than not showing up for yourself when you make a meaningful commitment. Number two, create a sustainable action plan to honor your goal. Take your time with this piece. Make sure your actions are broken down into bite-sized chunks that are realistic and doable. Committing to a 10-minute daily walk that you can easily do is better and in the long run, far more productive than committing to an hour a day at the gym. Number three, put your action plan on your calendar and honor it like a doctor's appointment or a meeting with your boss. Number four, not wanting to do what you have committed to is 100% going to be the case on many days. Take this from me, please. It will happen. Take action anyway and honor your calendar anyway. You will look back on these days later and feel proud for having done the hard thing. This process is how self-confidence is built. Number five, get support. You guys knew that one was coming. Whether it involves becoming part of a community with shared goals or working with a professional coach or, or committing to an accountability partner, recognize that support is essential for accomplishing significant goals. And lastly, forget about the law of attraction and practice the law of creation. It's a lot more fun.